Hi, this is Pastor Ben Fagelin from Bright Church. I'm so glad you're listening to this podcast. I hope this message inspires you, deepens your relationship with God, and that you're encouraged in your faith. We hope to see you soon at Bright. We're doing a fire series. And man, what an honor it is to be able to share the word of God with you. I just, I've got a fire in my belly. I've got a fire in my heart. And I'm just praying that each and every person will receive something tangible. If you need healing today, I pray that you receive healing. If you need breakthrough in finances, I pray that you would receive breakthrough in your finances. If you need mending, repairing, or restoration in relationships, I believe that you are going to receive your breakthrough, your healing, and the power of God will touch your very life. Even through these airwaves, the Holy Spirit is not limited to airwaves. The Holy Spirit is not limited to online services. He can use online services just as powerfully as He can use face to face services. Believe you me, all the reports I've been seeing of people getting physically healed through online preaching and teaching and ministering, I am getting ready for God to move in this session as we talk about the fire of God. The title of my message today is called Fire Starters. Turn to the person next to you and say, Fire Starters. That's right, we're called to be fire starters, not just to be ignited with a flame of the Holy Spirit, with a passion and with an intensity and a tenacity for the things of God, but to spread that passion, to spread that flame, to spread that fire to everyone around us. Who knows when you encounter God that that doesn't just stay with you, but it goes and it leaps onto other people. Just like in the upper room when there was over 120 people that met in the upper room, the Holy Spirit descended on them like tongues of fire and that it didn't just stop there the power of God didn't just stop there but it continued to move and the message of Jesus Christ became the world world's largest message the most influential message changing hearts changing minds and this is the message that we proclaim today and I just pray that you would get a fire in your belly think about it the story of Elisha When Elisha passed away, they dug a grave for Elisha and they buried Elisha in that grave. And all of a sudden what they saw was a servant. And what they did was the servant passed away and they put the body of the dead servant in the grave of Elisha, in Elisha's grave. And who knows what happened after that? Guess what? The servant's body came back to life. I believe that we're living in a generation where we need such an anointing, such an overflow of the fire of God, that even when we pass away, our legacy lives on. I believe that there should be an an overflow of an anointing of the fire of God on our lives, that even when we're gone, even when our story has been written on planet Earth, that it still impacts, it still creates waves of influence around us, impacting so many people. We should have leftover anointing. We should have an anointing that drips off us. We should have uh, such an influence and such an empowerment from on high that it changes lives, it restores lives, it literally revives lives. We're not just going into a lockdown. We're going to see the greatest revival we've ever dreamt of possible. And that will happen as we catch the fire of God, just like Elisha caught the fire of God. 
In Matthew chapter 3, verse 11, it says this, I baptize you with water for repentance, but after me comes one who is more powerful than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. The translation literally means lightning fire. Have you ever seen a lightning bolt? Have you seen a lightning bolt in the sky ricochet through the atmosphere and all of a sudden there is fire that follows? This is the type of fire that John the Baptist was talking about. He was talking about lightning bolt fire. He was talking about dunamis power, dynamite bolt power. He was talking about a power that was so intense that it doesn't just change us as believers, but it's supposed to impact those around us. A lightning fire. Let's talk about a lightning fire. Remember when Paul and Silas got imprisoned and they were in prison and at midnight they started to praise God at the top of their lungs. They started to worship God because when you position yourself in praise, you can no longer dwell on depression. Depression and anxiety and fear and trepidation must leave us as we position ourselves in a place of praise and Paul and Silas found themselves Worshipping God, praising God, elevating their eyes off of the problem and onto praise, praising God. And they experienced lightning fire. Who knows that there was an earthquake, literally, that shook that place, that shook the prison. And every chain and every shackle was broken and every, every slave and every prisoner was set free. I love it that the power of God shook that very prison and God provided lightning fire in that prison. And this is what the servant said. This is what one of the um, servants of, of the prison said. He said to Paul and Silas, what must I do to be saved? Because I do believe in the God that you believe in. He's a miracle working God. He's a powerful God. He's a God that can do the impossible. What must I do to be saved? And this is what Paul, the apostle, said to him. Believe in the Lord Jesus. You and your household will be saved. I love that. You and your household. Not just you, but as you receive the fire of God, your whole family will also be saved. Think about the earthquake of God. We're living in days where we are seeing the power of God like nothing before. Gone are the days where people say, oh, the Western world will never see miracles again. Gone are the days where people look up upon Christianity as a powerless faith. Gone are the days where people would look at believers and say they have no impact. It is totally irrelevant. Their church services, no power to change my heart. Gone are those days because we're dealing with a God who is a lightning fire God. A God that can cause an earthquake to happen in your home, in your family, in your life, in your situation. He can create an earthquake to erupt in your problem. I love it. You know what I did, Bright Church? This is no word of a lie. This is what I did. I said, God, if you are a lightning God, if you're a lightning fire God, the one that John the Baptist proclaims, if you're a God that can create earthquakes, I would like to see you move so powerfully in our day because I believe that gone are the days where people would look on Christianity as a powerless faith. So as a new believer, this was almost two decades ago, I was so fired up, so passionate. I'd evangelize to people at the grocery store, at the corner store, at the milk store, at the fruit and vegetable store. I would speak to people about the love of Jesus Christ 
all over the place. And I was so passionate about God that I spoke to one of my co-workers back in Japan. And this co-worker wanted to know more about me. And so we hung out for a little bit and I told them about the message of Jesus Christ. And no joke, as they were sitting in my living room, this co-worker, this was back in Japan, this co-worker said to me, my goodness, this Jesus Christ that you're talking about, he must be real and no word of a lie in my living room right there and then an earthquake shook the room an earthquake the the cups were full of water and the water started spilling out of the cups the power of god hit the room where we were and i laid my hands on my coworker and i started to pray for that person and they gave their life to jesus christ and they started yelling out the name of Jesus. Jesus, save me. Jesus, save me. An earthquake erupted in my living room. And just to make sure that this was true and this was from God, I checked out the news. I checked out all the websites about the weather the next day and there were no records of an earthquake anywhere in Japan on that day or on that week or on that month. My co-worker and I were so in awe of the power of God. But I'm telling you, we are living in a day where God's power will be revealed to people. That all flesh will start to see that Jesus Christ is Lord. God is not calling us to be a generation that cower in fear. But God is calling us to have an overflow of anointing to receive the power of God. Come on. Why don't you write down in that comment section, the fire of God is for me. Write down in that comment section, the fire of God is now. God is raising up an army, a generation that will not cower back, but will proclaim the message with courage and with boldness and liberty. Feel free to share your faith because we're dealing with a God who provides lightning fire. The fire of God is so powerful. Now my co-worker Tomoko is starting Bible college and they're studying to become a pastor. Can you believe it? The power of God is so incredible that it can change your life and it can shape your future. It won't just impact you, but it will impact everyone around you. You will never forget that encounter that you had with God. You will never forget your earthquake moment. You may not have had a literal earthquake moment with God, but I'm telling you, and I guarantee you, there was times in your life where if you didn't have God in your life, if you didn't have the grace of God in your life, that car would have taken you out. If you didn't encounter God that time, and if you didn't have the love of God with you, you would have given up. That time that you almost came close to passing away, but God at the last minute saved your very life. All of us have a story to share. All of us have an encounter moment with God. We just need to remember, reflect and praise God for all that he is doing in our lives. Man, I'm telling you, I was thinking if this can happen for my coworker, I wonder if God can do this for my family, right? I'm a new Christian. I'm a new believer, but I'm going to take a step of faith and I'm going to believe for the lightning fire of God to touch my family. So I lead my brother to the Lord. Now he's studying his doctorate of theology and he's looking after a church in Adelaide. Come on, somebody. Write in that comment section, God is good. Praise God. I'm telling you, God is so powerful. I led my mum to the Lord. I led my other brother to the Lord. He's an evangelist. I led my 
other brother to the Lord. He started overseeing Generations Ministry. My eldest brother oversaw the whole missions department of his church and sent three crates to a third world country, providing it with the, the most resources for technology, also for education. And single-handedly, God used him to turn a nation around because God is not just interested in what he's going to do in your life, but God is going to use you in such a significant way. He's going to fill you with the fire of God. He's going to overflow your life with the power of God and you are going to change the world around you. Think of the impact that you can make. Think of the decisions that will be made as a result of the story that God has shared with you, the story that God is creating through your very life. We need to receive the lightning fire of God. We need to be people that say, oh, I'm, I'm going to stay away from the power of God. It's a bit scary. We need to steer away from that type of thinking. We need to be people that say, I want to jump in to the liquid fire of God. I want, I want to be a part of the, the, the lightning fire of God. I want some of this power in my life because we become effective as God allows the Holy Spirit to come upon our very life, just like Samson could take, take out over a thousand people with a donkey jaw because the Holy Spirit touched his very life. As the Holy Spirit gets a hold of you, you can make a difference in your generation, but receive the fire of God. And sometimes we go through difficult seasons. Sometimes the fire feels like a furnace fire. We have a lightning fire experience with God. We have an encounter with God in our relationship with God. We feel great. We get the goosebumps with the Holy Spirit. We go to a Sunday service and feel fantastic about our lives. And then the next day, what happens? The enemy comes in and just floods our life with negativity, with anxiety. And that is where God can use us through the furnace fire of God. Because God's furnace will never take us out. It will never hurt us, but will only refine our very life. If you've heard of a smelter, a smelter is a big unit that melts gold. They crank that heat up to 1600 degrees Celsius and they put gold there with all the impurities, all the imperfections, and they crank it up to 1600 degrees and it refines the gold. It purifies the gold. It makes the gold beautiful. Fantastic. It increases the value of the God. I'm telling you, the fire of God, if you're in the furnace fire of God, it's not destroying you. If you're in a season right now where you feel like giving up, if you're in a season right now where you feel like giving in, I'm telling you, hold on, keep strong. Know that God has got you. Why don't you write in the comment feed, God has got you. That's right. God has got you. The furnace fire of God is only going to elevate you. It's only going to refine your very life. It's only going to put more value and more worth over the calling that is placed on your life. I'm telling you, the furnace fire of God is going to make you a vessel of honor. It's going to make you a vessel of honor. You know what they put when they put a jar in the in the furnace, in a fiery furnace, and they crank that heat up. Do you know what happens? They make that a vessel of honor. They put that vessel on the top of the mantelpiece and it becomes of significant value. God is going to make you something significant, even more significant than what you are right now. As you go through the furnace fire of God, trust me, you're going to come out shining his light for all to see. God's going to put you up on the top of that mantelpiece so that you can shine his light. You can shine his glory and he's recreating a new story through your very life. 
He is going to use the furnace fire of God to elevate your contribution to the kingdom of God. If you think about it, if you're going to be a vessel of honor, if God is going to use you powerfully, if you can endure a season of a furnace, if you can endure, endure the fiery furnace season that some of you may be going through right now, you are going to come forth as gold. All you need to do is keep your eyes on Jesus. Know that the fire of God is still with you. Know that he is the God of the fiery furnace. No matter where you find yourself right now, you are right in the palm of God's hand and he has got you. Turn to the person next to you and say, he has got you. That's right. God has got you. He has got you. Man, all God needs to perform a miracle is some mess. So if you have mess in your life, then you are the perfect candidate to receive a miracle from God. All you need is to bring your mess to God and he's going to perform a miracle. I'm telling you, the furnace fire of God is refining you. It's elevating your purpose and it's creating something very significant. He's making you a vessel of honor to put you at the top of the mantelpiece. I love God. I love it that even through the storm-like situations in our life, that God has got us, that his purpose and plan does not fade away just because we're going through a tough patch in our lives. Man, I'm telling you, it's the pressure that will provide you your purpose. It's the pain that you go through that will give you a platform of influence in your life. So we talked about a lightning fire, then we talked about a furnace fire, but let me talk about a faith-building fire. A faith-building fire. Because there's this guy, a Roman centurion, and he needed faith because his servant really needed a miracle. And this Roman centurion, he was overseeing many, many people. And if you're a Roman centurion, if you are serving Caesar, if you were serving Rome, you never go to a rabbi, you never go to a Jewish leader, because that would seem foolish. That would seem like a silly thing to do. But you know what this Roman centurion did? He started to build his faith. He had a faith building fire in him and he approached Jesus. And do you know what the Roman centurion said? He said, Lord, Lord, I have a servant that is in need. You know what Lord means? If you translate that, it means one who is supreme in authority. Come on, man. The news, Channel 7, isn't supreme in authority. Come on. Our condition right now isn't supreme in authority. Our sickness is not supreme in authority. Our situation and our problem is not supreme in authority. There's only one who is supreme in authority, and that is Jesus Christ. And the Roman centurion had the tenacity and had the courage to approach Jesus and say, you are supreme in authority. Just say the word and my servant shall be healed. And at that word of Jesus Christ, his servant at that moment was healed. I'm telling you, we are called to be a generation that has faith building fire. We need to have an anointing in our life that builds faith in us to believe for more. Just believe Jesus at his word. If his word says over 2,000 times, I am Jehovah Rapha, God your healer. Then you better believe it. God is our healer. Just at your word, Jesus, just say the word and my servant shall be healed. Just say the word. I'm going to trust Jesus at his word. And if Jesus said it, then I know that he can do it. 
I believe not just who he is, but who he says he is. That's where faith begins to erupt in our soul. He wants us to have a faith-building fire. Let's turn our eyes to Jesus. Let's focus on him. He is supreme in authority. God could build on his faith because he had a faith-building fire. Man, I was preaching up in Sydney. This was a while ago. And I'm telling you, I was praying for people. And I sensed that God said that there was someone in the congregation that could not hear, that there was some people who were sick that needed healing. They needed the hand of God. They needed the fire of God to come upon their life. And so I called out people that were sick. And lo and behold, a lady that grew up in that church, she was born deaf, came out to the front. And so I laid my hands on this lady and I started to pray for this lady. And who knows that God started to build faith inside of my heart. And as God started to build faith inside of my heart, I started to believe that the fire of God was going to touch this lady's life. And we prayed. The pastors came around as well. And we prayed for this lady. And lo and behold, her ears started to physically open up as they were shut up before from the enemy. They started to open up little by little and all of a sudden, pop, she could hear for the very first time. God is calling a generation. He isn't just looking to use believers or Christians. He is looking to use people who have a faith building fire, who believe in the anointing of God, who believe in the power of God. God is wanting to use you and God is wanting to instill courage in you to believe for miracles in your life. God is going to use you in incredible ways. He's going to open up the doors that no man can open. He's going to heal your body. No matter what situation you face right now, know that God is a lightning fire God. He's the dunamis power God. He's the God of breakthrough. He's the God of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is going to touch your very life and change your situation around. God is so good. Why don't you just write in the comment feed, God is good. God is powerful. Come on, think about the names of God. Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Rapha. God, our provider. God, our healer. Come on, write that in the comment section. Come on, Bright Church. Believe for greater days ahead. You may be in lockdown, but I'm telling you, God is unlocking something in your heart. He's revealing something to you in this season. If you can catch what the Holy Spirit is saying in this season, I'm telling you, he's going to propel you to your God-given purpose. Receive the lightning fire of God. Know that the furnace fire of God is only going to refine your very life and know that God is going to build a fire inside your belly that believes for greater things. He's building up a faith inside of you that is going to sustain you in difficult times. No matter what is happening in Melbourne right now, just know that God is bringing revival to your city. God is bringing the harvest. The harvest is ripe. Pray for laborers. Pray for laborers that can pastor, that can lead, that can, that can encourage the harvest because the harvest is ripe. Believe for greater days in your future. Receive the fire of God right now. But I'm telling you that God is going to change your very life. There is some people watching online right now and you not only have not received the fire of God, but you have not received the fire giver, which is Jesus Christ. As John the Baptist said, there's one who's coming after me that is greater than I. I'm not even worthy of untying his sandals. He was talking about Jesus Christ, 
the lover of our souls. And as we say yes to Jesus, our dream maker, our creator, as we say yes to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, as we say yes to Jesus, the beginning and the end, the first and the last, his kingdom has no end. As we say yes to Jesus, know that he has already said yes to you. As you turn around and face Jesus, you will be welcomed with an embrace, an open-armed embrace. And as Jesus spread his arms from left to right, and he died on that cross, on the old rugged cross, he sacrificed his life. He died so that you could live, so that you could come alive in your faith. He wants to empower you today. He wants to encourage you today. But there's people that need to make a decision and, and go away from a place where you cower away in fear and, and approach your loving Savior, your Heavenly Father, and receive His power. You're going to encounter Him in a powerful way. All you need to do is open up your heart right now. I don't know where you are, whether you're in your lounge room, whether you're in your bedroom. I don't know where you are right now, but I'm telling you, I know where God is. He is right there with you. He's right there with you in the midst of your situation, in the midst of your problem. I'm telling you, God turned my life around. He gave me a purpose. He had a plan in store for my future. I'm telling you, if God can turn my life around, he can turn your life around. He's going to encounter you in a very powerful way. I'm just going to pray a prayer. And as I pray a prayer, I'm going to invite you to make the best decision that you could ever possibly make. Why don't we all repeat this prayer after me? Dear Jesus, thank you for forgiving me. Thank you for loving me. Thank you that you've given me a purpose and a plan. I turn my life around and I choose to follow you. Thank you for forgiving me of all my sins and washing me clean. I commit my life to you, Jesus, now and forever. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Hey, if you prayed that prayer with sincerity in your heart, whether it was the first time making a decision to follow Jesus or whether that was a recommitment, wherever you are right now, whether you're in your lounge room or your bedroom, I'm going to ask you to physically put your hand on your heart and say, Jesus, come into my life. Wash me clean. Accept me, Lord, and I choose to follow you. Right now, why don't you do that? Father God, just touch them right now. I pray, Lord God, that you will heal their heart, Lord God. Wipe their slate clean, Father. I pray for your presence to fill every room, every house, Lord God, that you will lift up their heads, Father God, and they will believe that the greatest days are yet ahead of them. Come on, if you're at home, why don't we give a hand to Jesus? Why don't we give God a hand? Because there are decisions made. I know that many people have made a decision to follow Jesus. Can I encourage you? That's the greatest decision that you've ever made in your life. And right now I'm going to pray for every single one of you to receive God's power. Why don't you just lift up your hands towards heaven right now, Bright Church. Lift your hands up towards heaven. I'm going to pray a prayer. I'm going to believe that the Holy Spirit is going to touch your very life. You're not only going to be impacted, but God is going to impact 
every single person around you as you open your heart to Jesus and you receive his fire today. Why don't you lift up your hands? Father God, I just pray for every single person right now. I just pray for your fire to come upon every single individual, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, that you do have incredible things in store. I pray, Father God, for your lightning fire to come upon them, Father God to restore them, to renew them, to refine their very life, Lord God. I thank you for those who are going through the furnace fire, Lord God, where there's troubles in their life. There seems to be troubles at every corner, Father God. I just pray for your provision. I pray for your comfort. Holy Spirit, I just thank you that you are with them. I thank you for your victory. That is a seal upon their life, Lord God. And for those who need a faith-building fire, they need to start to ignite that faith in their heart again, Lord God. I just pray for faith to rise right now, whatever you're believing for. You're praying for your next-door neighbor. You're praying for your street. You're praying for your school. You're praying for your suburb. You're praying for your city. I'm praying for revival to hit Melbourne, to hit Victoria right now. I'm praying for revival to hit your home. If God can turn my life around, I know for certain that he can turn your life around. Believe for greater days ahead. Bright Church, I love you so much. Just know my thoughts, my prayers are with each and every one of you. Sorry I couldn't be with you in the flesh, but I'm so grateful that we could gather together like this and worship God together. Have a great week. Hey, thanks for listening to the Bright Weekly Podcast. We hope you're encouraged today and we'd love to see you at one of our services. So to connect further with us, head over to brightchurch.com.